We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alexander. McCollum staying with him. Spins, gets inside. Left-handed off the glass. Oh, what a sweet move. Giddy, tough spot. Back door. What a pass. What a play. And Jada picks the pocket of Trey Young. He'll take it himself. This is who thought you're listening to the uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast, coming to you live on New Year's Eve, Sunday, December 31st, as the Thunder dismantle the Brooklyn Nets 124 to 108. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin, on a little bit of a shorter show as it is technically a holiday. I don't think the holiday is technically until the first, but nevertheless, we weren't scheduled to have a show tonight, but I'm at home. I'm hanging out. I watched the Thunder get a dub, so I figured we'd do a show for you guys. We are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts at, and all of our podcasts are streamed live on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Shout out to all of our listeners, as I affectionately refer to them as the Degenerates. As we broke this week, the 2K threshold on youtube.com so thank you guys for that we are officially over 2,000 youtube subscribers let's push that bad boy to 3k let's get there you can find us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok i just mentioned youtube let's dive into it guys 124 108 happy new year's eve happy new year's to all of the listeners out there The Thunder play their traditional uh, home New Year's Eve game tonight. They debut the new City Edition court. I uh, asked on on Twitter.com, I said, uh, hey, what do you guys think about the new court and the the jerseys? The loveless, love patchless, loveless patch, love love patchless. I don't know which way we want to go with that. No loves patch on the jersey. I thought they looked a lot better that way. But Loves is paying a very pretty penny for that patch, so I'm sure they were upset. seems like everybody universally loved the court. I thought it looked incredible. I'm almost on board, like, if you ever do do a soft rebrand, lean into, like, the Navy. I just think it's such a good look for this team. Speaking of good looks for this team, 
Thunder come home on a three-game winning three-game winning streak. Yeah, because they lost the Lakers game on a three-game streak. They come back to Oklahoma City after taking a short trip up to Denver. And I was a little worried about this one, especially at the start. The Thunder go down eight to zero. And my thought was, it's just going to be a clunker. They're on a three-game win streak. They're super hot right now. Everyone is high on them. It's New Year's Eve. Maybe it's just a clunker. The Nets are coming fresh off a loss to the Washington Wizards, which is a very hard thing to do. Maybe the Nets are really up for this game. The Thunder have put in a little bit of a clunker, and this is just going to be a loss. Well, that was a dumb uh, assumption by me. The Brooklyn Nets scored 36 points in the first quarter. After that, they scored 20, 23, 29 for a total of 108. And that fourth quarter was a lot of free throws and some garbage time mixed in as well. The the Nets were shooting something like 60-plus percent from the field in the first quarter. They end the game 38 of 100 from the field. That would be 38% for those of you who are not quick at math. 26% from three. 64% from the free throw line. Uh, Cam Thomas, three of seven. Nick Claxton, five of 10, really tanking that free throw percentage for them. Brooklyn only puts up 108 points tonight. That comes on the heels of the Thunder holding the Denver Nuggets to under 100 points the other night. My dog is currently over here eating my book. Pepper, knock it off. Hey. What do you do, man? This is why I don't have children. The Thunder, on the other hand, hung with the Brooklyn in the first quarter, 33 points in that first quarter. And after that, just continued to put their foot on the gas. A very even distributed point game tonight. I thought a lot of guys pitched in. If you guys have any thoughts, any questions, any comments on this game tonight, drop them in the chat. I will get to them momentarily. I like to to look at big themes of these games. For me tonight, those those themes are are two big things. Number one is sorry, this dog's driving me insane. Number one is the balanced effort by the team. That is theme number one, like bar none by far. Uh, when I say that. Starting lineup tonight, Chet, 18 points, J-Dub, 17, Shea, 24, Josh, 20, Dort, 18. When you look at the bench, again, points, Kaysen, 10, Isaiah Joe, 7. Um, we're going to leave Lindy Waters out because he was like garbage time. Uh, J-Will also really didn't get many minutes. And then he had uh, K-Rich with 2 and Michich with 2, but Michich, 2, 3, and 4. Very nice stat line for Michich. We'll talk about him. Uh, in a few minutes. So I guess maybe I have three big takeaways. Number one was the balance. Number two is don't look now, but Giddy is back. And number three is Vasilye Micic has found his spot in the rotation. I think those are the big three takeaways, the, the big three themes for me tonight. Um, even when you look at shot distribution, Shea had 15, Josh had 16, Dub had 14, Chet and Dort had 10, Wallace had 7, Kenrich had 4. Just like a really balanced, 
the the ball movement tonight I thought was just absolutely wonderful. Everyone who took the court for the Thunder tonight, with the exception of Lindy Waters, who played two minutes, Isaiah Joe, and Aaron Wiggins, excluding those three, the other one, two, three, four, the other nine guys, all recorded at least one assist. Kaysen had one. Michich had four. K. Rich and J. Will both had two. Dort and Holmgren each had three. Gideon Dub each had five. And Shea had six. That makes, I'm not quick at math. I'm going to look at the bottom here. 31 assists on 40, 45 made baskets. 54% from the floor. 54% from three. 80% from the free throw line. Just the way they, they it's obviously the Thunder's MO this year. It's driving kick, driving kick, driving kick. But some of the passes they were making, some of the extra passes they were making, nobody was really like out to get theirs. Nobody was trying to cook. It just felt like a team where everybody understands their roles. Everybody is comfortable in what they are doing. Everybody was willing to make the right play, the right pass. And it all just kind of coalesced together offensively tonight for a really, really good game, I thought. I love to see those point distributions and and how balanced they are. Um, just a great, great night offensively for this team, I felt like. Um, one of my other themes was Josh Giddy. I'm pulling up his season stats right now, so bear with me for just a moment here. Um, when you look at Josh tonight, he had 20 points on 16 shots, no free throws, but shot 50% from the field, 50% from three, six rebounds, five assists, played 27 minutes. Uh, when you look at his last five, he had against um, Denver, 16 points, eight rebounds, four assists. The Knicks, 11, six, and two. Minnesota, oh, so I'm reading his plus minus, not his points, I'm sorry. Denver was 12, 8, and 4. Knicks was 7, 6, and 2. Minnesota was 10, 2, and 7. Clippers was 11, 3, and 4. Memphis was 16, 12, and 4. And it just feels like Josh is really starting to find his place with the team. But even more importantly, I think, and if you guys have watched th this team closely, I'm interested if you have kind of seen the same thing I have. Josh just feels like he's playing with a different swagger. Like he feels like whenever I watch him, he's just, he's got the swag back. He's got the confidence back. I thought he was really good tonight. And I thought he was really good against Denver. And then especially that Knicks game. I thought that Knicks game, he was really playing like a very, very, very confident guy. That's the thing this team's been missing. Like, they've been playing this good, and we've all been saying, like, Josh is having a really bad season. I think it's starting to come around. I mean, I, I don't want to, like, push the envelope too quick in case maybe this is just a flash in the pan. But going back to that ro second road game against the Kings, Josh has really found something. I was worried maybe he was getting in a groove and the ankle roll and missing that Lakers game might kill that. But it hasn't. Um, he's been really, really good. We're driven by the search for better. 
But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sneakily, I think he's been really good offensive or sorry, defensively. I think he seems way more engaged as far as like just being excited and like celebrations and smiling and stuff like that. I think all of the I don't know what word I want to use, all the off court uh rumors and the booing and all that maybe like really got to him. And I think now you're finally seeing him start to set in. And that's awesome. Uh, that's what this team was missing. If they can get their 6-8 playmaker back, who can score a little bit, can, who can do a little bit of everything. He can score a little bit, rebound a little bit, assist a little bit, is a good team defender. You never want him in isolation. But operating in a team construct and help and rotations and stuff like that is a decent defender. Uh, has a little bit of toughness to him. That's what you've been missing. Like, that's the type of guy everybody has been talking about going to making a trade for. If he can get back to his old self, like, watch out. I don't know how you wouldn't already be watching out for this team because they're freaking awesome. But legit, watch out because they're they're on to something. Uh, Josh just really excited. I'm hoping it's not a blip on the radar. I'm hoping it's more of a turning of the corner. Vasilye Micic was the other thing I wanted to talk about. It really feels like he's found a place as like a bench guard in this rotation. He's been playing more over these past five games. The Thunder are entering a gauntlet in January. I think you're going to see minutes from guys who don't typically get minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a stretch in January where we get a handful of Usman Jang minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Vasa in 80% of these January games. I wouldn't be surprised if Trey Mann gets some burn uh, in five or six games over the next month. And I think that a big reason for that is just the insane schedule coming up in January. You guys are hitting me with a lot of comments, um, even some supers. I'm going to get to those. Give me just a moment, I promise. I want to go through this January stretch real quick. This week, the Thunder have the Celtics, the Hawks, and the Nets. The Celtics are at home. Those next two are away. They play 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 games in 30 days. There is one, two, three, four. There are five back-to-backs in January. They only have two instances where they're off consecutive nights. 
They are off this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. They'll play Friday, Monday. And then on the 20th, they play the Timberwolves. They're off the 21st and 22nd before they do a back-to-back on the 23rd and 24th. So in December, that felt like they were not playing a lot of basketball and had some rest time. That's about to go away. Um, of those 17 games, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 of the 17 are on the road. They played the number one in the East Celtics, the number one in the East, or sorry, number one in the West Timberwolves twice. They play both LA teams. They play the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Magic. You got teams like the Spurs, the Jazz, and the Wizards, and the Pistons, and the Blazers in there. But besides that, it, it feels like this is like feast or famine. They're either playing great teams or they're playing trash teams. The only teams that are kind of in the middle that they're playing are the Hawks and the Nets and the Heat. Besides that, it's really, really good teams or really, really bad teams. January is going to be a hell of a month for this team. I think a lot of people will tell you, oh, we're going to learn a lot about this team in January. We've already learned a lot about this team. And what we've learned is they are a goddamn good basketball team. That's what we've learned. 22 and 9. They are a good freaking basketball team. A good basketball team. Like, I think not having home court advantage in the first round would be like a disappointment now. This team is that good that early. I want to hit some of these comments. I told you guys we're going to keep it a short show. Uh, going to hit some comments, get out of here at about 20, 25 minutes. Um, some of you guys saying no holidays for these boys, putting in the work. Got to do what you got to do. Alan says this team is so damn good. Agreed, Alan. Agreed. Uh, Connor agrees it's going to be a difficult January for him at 1.5 games in seven days, which is pretty gnarly. Uh, Connor also mentions the fact that they're just taking care of the teams that are worse than them, which is something that you love to see. That's a sign of a great team. That is a sign of a great team. Uh, David's got problems. He says today is his anniversary, but he's in here with the degenerates. Happy anniversary, David. Happy New Year's Eve as well. Um, Carrie just says this team agreed, Carrie. Agreed. Uh, David, Josh is 21. And I think a lot of us on this podcast said give him 20 games. It took a little more than 20. It took like 24, 25. But he's come around. Uh, first super of the night. Got to give a shout out to my guy, Colin, who's always in here. Chief degenerate Colin says, Happy New Year's, fellas. Colin, Happy New Year's to you as well. Hope you all had a great holiday season. Uh, interesting take by Alan that uh, Thunder fans have kind of been on the seesaw about. He says, we don't need to make any trades. I think they'll do something, but this team isn't like dependent on a trade. This isn't the Golden State Warriors who need to do something. They're great already. Just write it out, man. Write it out. Uh, Laura says she wants some of the true Thunder Blue on those alternate uniforms and the court tonight. I don't know, Laura. I like the dark navy look. Um, not that I don't like the traditional Thunder Blue. I just thought shaking it up was pretty nice tonight. Uh, what else do we have here? 
Zuri asked what the point differential for the Thunder in December was. I don't know, but it's got to be pretty big because there was a few blowouts in there. The Thunder don't lose by a lot of points when they lose, but tend to win by a lot of points when they win. And that's what's led to the massive uh, net rating for this team, which is really good. Raw, the messenger, thanks me for podcasting. Raw, you're welcome for my service, buddy. Um, Laura also says we can literally beat anyone. I don't think you're wrong. We'll put that to the test Tuesday night against the Boston Celtics. Um, what else do we have in here? Griffey says, I love when Josh doesn't get phased by the booing when we play away games. Griffey, I felt like it was an issue early on, and it's not so much anymore. He's a 21-year-old kid. Of course he's going to be affected. Like, I'm a 33-year-old man, and if I got booed by 10, 10 people, I would be in my feelings for weeks. How I, how I survived as a public educator, I have no clue. Because those kids are mean all the time. Uh, Alan has a super in here as well. Thank you so much for that, Alan. He says, at this rate, I don't see us making any trades. We have strong chemistry, and I don't think we need to change it up. The only one I can see us trading is Poku. I could see, like, they're not going to trade any of the, the, the top guys, Alan. But Poku, Trey Mann, Davis Bertons, um, Vasilye Mitic, Aaron Wiggins. Like, if it's not one of their top eight guys, if it's not one of the starters, Kaysen Wallace, Jay Will, Kenrich Williams, Isaiah Joe, so nine guys, I could see them making, like, a small move at this deadline for sure. Uh, Brennan says, if Giddy can get back to the kind of guy who can put up 31 in a play-in tournament, this team will be scary. I don't know if that's going to be his role anymore, Brennan, but he's starting to kind of fit into his new role. And I think that might even be better for them. Carrie's uh, digging up a blast from the past here. New Year's Eve 2021. Starters, Shea, Roby, Watson, Wiggins, Dort. Other guys who got minutes. Favors, Poku, Kenny, Muscala, Teo Maladon, and Ty Jerome. Deck, Saar, Hompson, and Edwards with DMPs. Mama, we made it. Two years. That's a, that's a wild lineup, man. That is wild. Uh, Thunder Chick says Thunder are now 12-4 and four on New Year's Eve. That's uh, You love to see that. Uh, is it Siraj Patel? Says, can we label them as contenders now? I, dude, I think so. Like, I really think so. Like, maybe you guys saw my my tweet from my personal account uh, during that Denver game where I just kind of had this come-to-Jesus moment of why can't they be in the Western Conference? Like, what's preventing them from getting there right now this season? I think they could totally do it. Totally do it. Uh, test says expectations for the Celtics game. Give me a second on that test. Um, James, is Dort a three-point shooter? I said it was a mirage. 
because he came back down to earth, but he's swinging back up again. Uh, I think it's the shot selection that's been really good by Dort. He's not chucking. He's taking the right shots. My man went for the dunk of his career tonight, smoked it, and then hit the three right off the back end, which is awesome. Uh, Thunderchick says, thank you for being a public educator. Thunderchick, you are welcome. It is a great gig. I'm not no longer in the classroom, but I'm still in public ed. Still love it. Um, lots of other comments. Um, Griffey says he thinks we're going to beat the Celtics. So let's get to that. I have an update. I, Justin's not here, so I don't have the graphic. So I'm just going to read to you guys. I have an update on the predictions. Taylor is in first place after this week. He's got 22 points, but the gap is closing. One Nicholas Crane is in second place with 19 points. JD and I right on his heels at 18 points apiece. And don't call it a comeback, Justin Peabody, up to 13. So it's getting close. Thunder have three games this week. They are at the or versus the Celtics at home, then at the Hawks and at the Nets. I think I am going two and one this week with the loss being to the Celtics. If they beat the Celtics Tuesday night to make it five straight and that five game, I hope you guys can't hear my dog in the background. I apologize. And the five being Minnesota, New York, Denver, Brooklyn, Boston, and they go on a five-game win streak beating all those teams the takes are going to be off the wall. Off the wall. I am super excited for that Boston game, though, because some of the matchups are going to be dope. Um, you know, Boston fans are on the Derek White for All-Star Game campaign, which is, I think, kind of nuts. But Derek White versus Shea. I hope Shea cooks him. Chet versus the Zinger. Dub versus Tatum. Dort versus Jalen Brown. Like, it's going to be such a fun matchup. If the Thunder can pull that off, man, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. So we'll see what happens. Folks, I think that's going to do it for me tonight. It's 9.15 on New Year's Eve. I'm going to get out of here. You guys, enjoy your New Year's Eve. Please do not drink and drive. Call a rideshare service. I believe Uber is free tonight. Do not drink and drive. Thank you so much for your support of the Uncontested throughout the year 2023. Our biggest year yet. It's not close. And boy, do I think we are just hitting the tip of the iceberg. 2024, this team is going to be insane. We're going to be covering playoff games next year, folks. Playoff games, possible like lottery draft pick, a huge summer, summer league. And then we'll do it all over again starting the 2024 year. Big 365 days coming up for this team and this podcast, but I cannot thank you all enough for all the support this past year from hanging out with us from the tanking years a few years ago to this past season with the play-in tournament, with the awesome January the Thunder had into that Minnesota game, which was a rough one. The draft, us being out in Vegas. We met a handful of you guys out in Vegas at Summer League and everything in between, all the way up to this moment when this team is just a badass basketball team. 
Thank you all so much for the support, for tuning in to any live stream, downloading any podcast, interacting with us on show, social media, buying a shirt or a hoodie, hitting us up for stickers means the world to us. Uh, capped off tonight, Taylor was at the game and a random guy in an uncontested hat approached him and said, hey, really enjoy the pod, wanted a picture. It's just, it's incredible. I can't believe that that I get to do this. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy this team. Enjoy your new year. We'll be back with you Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, the whole team is here for another weekly show. Have a great start to your new year. We will see you guys soon. Until then, thunder up. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.